0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام، إن الله كان عليكم رقيبًا، يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولًا سديداً، يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم، ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزًا عظيمًا، أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله، وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم، وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعه وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أيها المسلمون عباد الله عن أبي ذر الغفاري رضي الله تعالى عنه على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يرويه عن ربه تبارك وتعالى أنه قال يا عبادي إني حرمت الظلم على نفسي وَجَعَلْتَهُ بَيْنَكُمْ مُحَرَّمًا فَلَا تَظَالَمُوا Abu Dharr al-Ghifari, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him. He narrates from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who narrated from his Lord tabaraka wa in what is known as a hadith qudsi, which is a hadith that has been narrated from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but from the wording of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah Azza wa Jal said, Ya ibadi, O my servants, or O my slaves, indeed I have made Dhulm, Haram for myself. Indeed I have made oppression, or wrongdoing, or transgression, impermissible for myself. And I have made it forbidden amongst you. Fala tazhalamu. Fala tazhalamu. So do not oppress one another. Do not wrong one another do not take from the rights of one another. In this hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala firstly informs us that zulm is something that will never come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah, he says, he made zulm wrong for himself. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most just. So whatever happens, happens by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it is free from any form of injustice, it is free from any form of wrong. For the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is impossible for it to be Wa As Allah tells us in various places in the Quran, that, it is not, that Allah, Allah does not desire zulm for His creation. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not wrong. He does not wrong any of His slaves. But then He says, I have also made it forbidden amongst you. So do not wrong one another. Do not oppress one another. Do not transgress against one another. For this is now something forbidden. This is something that is impermissible. And this can be done in various ways. We can harm each other physically. We can harm each other verbally, we can harm each other through our business dealings, in our interactions with one another, and even emotionally we can harm each other. All of this is forms of zulm that is forbidden, be it backbiting, it's a form of zulm. be it slander, it's a form of zulm, and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then said, Ya ibadi, kullukum dalun illa man hadaytuhu, fastahduni ahdikum. O my servants, all of you are dal, you are all lost or astray, except those whom I have guided, fastahduni. So seek your guidance from me, ahdikum, and I will guide you. Ask me for guidance, and I will guide you. Beg me for guidance, sincerely, and I will surely guide you. SubhanAllah. And we know that guidance is in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Not even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa who was the best of creation, could guide people, or even those whom he loved. When Abu Talib, his beloved uncle, who raised him and protected him, and loved him, when he passed away, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was at his bedside saying to him, Say, La ilaha illallah. Qul la ilaha illallah. It's a statement that I will stand in front of Allah with for you. I will intercede on your behalf if you can say the statement. And this Abu Talib, he knew that his nephew was truthful. He knew his nephew was not a liar. He knew that he was a sincere prophet. But on the other side of the bed were his brothers, were the other uncles saying to him, are you going to give up the religion of your father? Are you going to give up the religion of Abdul Muttalib, of the Quraysh, and so forth. And this is what kept him back. He held on to the lineage he held on to traditions. He held on to what the family stood for. And he died as a mushrik. Wa billah. And Allah Jal then revealed, Innaka la tahdi man ahbabd. Indeed, you, O Muhammad Sallallahu you cannot guide those whom you love. yahdi yasha' But it is Allah who guides whomsoever he wants. Allah is the one who is the ultimate guide. We can give advice, we can give messages, but Allah is Al Hadi. He is the one who guides. Fastahduni ahdikum. But Allah is instructing us here, our servants of Allah, to seek guidance from Him. We shouldn't believe we are Muslim. Alhamdulillah, we pray, we fast Ramadan we've been for hajj so we muslim be safe haduni. we should always seek guidance from allah we should always seek allah's direction we should always go back to the quran and sunnah and learn so that we can act upon knowledge and this is why allah has placed it in the in surah al-fatiha where every single salah we have to recite اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ mustaqim صِرَاطَ ladina أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ the ending of the Fatiha is a du'a for guidance. And this is of the most important of du'as that we have. Where we ask Allah to guide us to the straight path. The path on those of those whom He has bestowed His favor upon. And not the path of those who went astray or those who earned the wrath and anger of Allah. But we have to recite these ayat with sincerity, with focus and concentration and not just read the Fatiha because every person knows the Fatiha, so we read it as lip service, we recite this, this dua as lip service only, not sincerely asking Ya Allah, guide me to the straight path and do not misguide me or send me to the path of al or wal-maghdoob alayhim. يَا ibadi كُلُّكُمْ ja'i'un إِلَّا مَنْ أَطْعَمْتُهُ فَاسْتَطْعِمُونِي تُطْعِمْكُمْ Allah عز وجل then said, O oh my servants, all of you are hungry, except those whom I have fed. So seek your food or your sustenance from me, and I will feed you, and I will sustain you. <coughs> and again, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's informing us of who He truly is. He's informing us of these bounties of Allah that at times we take for granted. The food on our table. We open the tap and there's something to drink. We open our fridge and it's full. We take this for granted. But Allah is telling us, all of you are hungry. Meaning, if it was not for me, you would have nothing. Because the only ones who are not are those whom I have fed. Are those whom I have sustained. So seek your sustenance from me. Ask of me and I will give. Ask of me and I will sustain. And Allah is ar-raziq, ar razak the sustainer, the provider. He is the only one who feeds us. He is the only one that provides for us. And this is our belief. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in Suratul waqiah Have you not seen that seed which you sow? Is it you who makes it grow? Or are we the grower? If we willed, we could make it debris, something dry, and you would remain in wonder, saying, Indeed, we are now in debt. Rather, we have been deprived or deprived. And have you not seen the water that you drink? Is it you who brought it down from the the clouds? Or is it we who bring it down? If we willed, we could make it bitter. So why are you not grateful? And have you not seen the fire that you ignite? Is it you who produced its tree? Or are we the producer? Then Allah says, We have made it a reminder and a provision for the travelers. So exalt the name of your Lord, the Most Great. Subhanallah. These are things we take for granted, yet Allah is telling us and showing us that none of this is in our control. None of this is in our hand. Ya ibadi kullukum إِلَّا مَنْ كَسَوْتُهُ O my servants, all of you are naked, or unclothed, except those whom I have clothed. You are all uncovered, exposed, except those whom I have concealed or those whom I have covered. So seek your covering from me and I will clothe you. Seek your covering from me and I will conceal your flaws. Another blessing that we overlook is our clothing. It's how much we have to wear to protect ourselves, to keep ourselves warm. This only comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. Had it not been from Him, we would be unclothed. We would be naked. And this is a blessing from Allah that we overlook and that we also misuse. That is also misused where we dress inappropriately, for example, where we wear clothing that's impermissible impermissible to be worn, be it for the males or the females. There are rulings for each, and we have to abide by them, because it's a a blessing from Allah, a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have to use appropriately. And just like we are in need of that physical covering of our clothing, we are in need of a spiritual covering. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of his names is as satir as satir Some pronounce it as Sitteer. But it is as-satir, And he is the one who conceals. He is the one who covers. He covers our flaws. He covers our faults and it's something that we should seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he can, that he that he does not expose our faults or our sins wallahu musta'an ya ibadi innakum kum bil-layli wa nahar wa ana a'khfiru adh jami'a fastaghfiruni aghfir lakum oh my servants you commit sins day and night tahti'una bil wa you sin day and night but I forgive all sins So ask your forgiveness from me and I will forgive you Seek forgiveness from me and I will forgive you Who is there that can forgive sins but Allah? Who is there that we can turn to for our forgiveness? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala استغفار is an act of worship that we direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And it is of the most important acts of worship. Because Allah firstly tells us, Tukhti'una bil layli This is the reality. You sin day and night. You are weak, O slaves of Allah. But turn to me, because I forgive every single sin. Ask of your forgiveness, and I will forgive you. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala He says. Say to those slaves of mine who transgressed against themselves, Allah تَقْنَطُوا min rahmatillah, That do not despair or lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Because Allah forgives every single sin. And this is part of the believer's belief and iman, that he does not despair, that he does not give up hope and think I'm too far gone. I'm too much of a sinner. I've done too much bad. Because Allah c- confirms and He affirms for us that He forgives every single sin. ibadi إِنَّكُمْ لَن تَبْلُغُوا فَتَضُرُّونِي وَلَن تَبْلُغُوا نَفْعِي فَتَنْفَعُونِي O my servants, you will never be able to harm me. So do not. And you will not attain benefit, benefiting me so as to benefit me. Two things Allah says. That no matter how much evil you did, you will never ever harm me. And no matter how much good you may do, you are not going to benefit me either. You are not going to help me or increase what I have either. What you do has no impact on me. What you do has an impact on yourself and perhaps your family and your community and the Muslims at large. Yes. But it does not impact Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah is far too perfect that our deeds has an impact on Him. That our sins take away from His greatness. Or that our good deeds can somehow benefit Him or increase His greatness. The greatness of Allah has always been there and it is perfect. And it will always remain. But we, we fluctuate between good and bad. Our iman goes up and down. But we need to realize we are either benefiting ourselves or we are harming ourselves. This doesn't harm Allah Azza wa in the least. And this is from the mercy of Allah Azza as well. That He guides us, He gives us and He gives us and He gives us chances and He forgives our sins. And he accepts our Tawbah. Yet we've been transgressing. And yet it doesn't help him or benefit him or assist him. It gives him no benefit in reality to accept our Tawbah. It gives him no benefit for him to guide us. He's only doing us favors. He's only benefiting us by his kindness. Ya ibadi `annā awwalakum <laughs> wa akhirakum wa insakum wa كَانُوا عَلَىٰ أَتْقَى قَلْبِ رَجُلٍ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْكُمْ مَا زَادَ ذَلِكَ فِي To emphasize this point further, Allah then says, O oh my servants, if the first of you and the last of you, Whether it was mankind or the jinn kind, from the beginning of creation to the end of creation, every single one of you had the heart of the most pious person amongst you. Let's say the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let's say every single person, from Adam to the last person, every single jinn from the first to the last, had the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, this would not increase what I have in my kingdom. Not even an iota. Not even a drop. This is how much it doesn't benefit Allah. Because Allah's perfection is established. And then he says, likewise, if the first of you and the last of you, from insan to jinn, had the worst heart of all, let's say it was the heart of shaitan, iblis, this would not decrease what I have with me in my kingdom, not even an iota. If all of you were as evil as can possibly be, this wouldn't harm Allah Azawajal. Az- az- this wouldn't decrease from his greatness, or from his kingdom, or from his mulk, his possessions at all. Because Allah is beyond us. He is not in need of us. We are here to benefit ourselves, to please Allah and to worship Him, but through that we are only going to benefit ourselves. And we are not harming Allah Azza wa Jal through our sins. لَوْ أَنَّ wa وَآخِرَكُمْ وَإِنسَكُمْ وَجِنَّكُمْ قَامُوا فِي صَعِيدٍ وَاحِدٍ O my servants, if the first of you and the last of you, from the jinn and the humankind. We were all to stand together on one area, one place of land, one plane. And you were all to ask me at the same time, Fasa'aluni. Every single person and jinn from the first to the last were to ask me at the same time, kulla wahidin mas'alata. I would give each person what he asked for. At the same time, Ma naqasa dhalika minma indi. This act of me giving each person his desires at the exact same time would not decrease what I possess with me. إِلَّا كَمَا إِذَا أُدْخِلَ الْبَحْرِ Except that which is taken away from the ocean when a needle is dipped in it and removed. So if you took a needle, you put it in the ocean and you took it out, what did the ocean lose? Did it even lose anything? it lost absolutely nothing. This is what Allah says, is like when He gives. When He gives to each creation, at the same time, this is how much is, is decreased from His His kingdom, from His mulk. And this is the perfection of Allah. And this is why we should never be too shy to ask Allah Azzawajal for the best. When the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, ask Don't ask for Jannah, ask for Al-Firdaus Al-A'la, ask for the highest place in Jannah. You are asking Al-Kareem, you are asking Allah Azza wa Jalla who can give you whatever He wants, it will not decrease from what He has. It's not difficult for Him to give you the best of the best. So this is dua. When we make dua, we should have husnul billah, where we think the best of Allah. Never think, this is too much to ask for. Perhaps with creation, yes, this is a bit too much to ask for. Asking for a favor, have your limits. But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is not like the creation. He loves to be asked and He loves to give. And what He has is endless. It doesn't decrease. So for Him to give you the best, it's nothing for Him. It's nothing for Him. So we should have حُسْنُ ظَنْ Which is, we think the best of Allah. You have a sickness, you want shifa, Don't ask for. Ya Allah, just make it easy. Ask Allah for complete shifa, Even if the doctors say, there's no cure for this disease. Have حُسْنُ ظَنْ He can remove it, because he can. If you are in need of whatever you are in need of, you ask Allah Azzawajal for the best that you can think of. And He may give you it and He may give you even more than that. Because this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a hadith, Rasulullah said Allah's hand is full. And its fullness is not affected by continuous spending day and night. Is there a moment Allah is not spending? Is there a moment He is not blessing somebody with something? He is continuously spending. There is not a moment that Allah is not spending on his creation. So the Prophet said, Do you see what he has spent since he created the heavens and the earth? Yet all, that, all of that has not decreased what is in his hand. His hand remains full. This is Allah Azza wa Jal. This is Bukhari and Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hadith in Muslim also says that he descends to the last third of the night, in a manner that befits His Majesty. And He calls out to His creation. Who is there that's asking? Who is there that's making dua? Who is there that's seeking forgiveness? So I can give. So I can forgive. So I can respond to the dua. Who is calling out to me? I'm waiting to give. I love to give. I love to forgive. I love to respond. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And your Lord has decreed and said, اُدْعُونِي, ask of me, I will respond to you. Direct, ask of me, I will respond to you directly. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the greatness of Allah azza wa jal. And this is why dua is worship. Dua is the essence and the true essence of worship where we call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the most beloved of acts of worship unto Him. And this is why on the flip side, dua to anyone besides Allah is the biggest of crimes in the court of Allah. To ask anyone besides Allah azza wa is major shirk. shirk la zulmun a'zim, And shirk is the biggest of oppression. Because you are taking this away from Allah. This is who he is. This is what he has to give. Yeah, he is calling you, telling you to ask. And you go to creation. And you say, Fulan, help me. So and so assist me. So and so guide me. And you go to a dead person who is in need of your dua and you ask of him. And this is why shirk is the biggest crime on the face of the earth. This is why shirk is the sin that Allah does not forgive. Inna That Allah says indeed Allah does not forgive the sin of shirk. But He forgives whatever is below that. And this is for those who have died upon shirk. For those who are alive, the door of tawbah is open. I خطبتي على هذا أقول I القول وأستغفر you العظيم لي ولكم tell you that I will tell you that I will tell you that I على tell you that I will وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله قال الله عزوجل يا عبادي إنما هي أعمالكم أخصها لكم ثم أوفيها ثم أوفيكم إياها Allah wa then says in this Hadith Al-Qudsi, O my servants, it is but your deeds that I account for, and then recompense you for. SubhanAllah, that it is our deeds that we will be judged upon. It is our deeds that will be recompensed for, will be rewarded for. If it is good, we will see good. And if it is bad, we will see bad. Wa na'udhu billah. So let us reflect over this Hadith. A powerful Hadith that teaches us the greatness of Allah Azza Azzawajal. How much we are in need of him, even for the smallest of things. And that we always turn unto him and ask of our needs from him. Hada was peace of mind. The name of Allah, Muhammad Ibn Abdullah, Kama Amarakumullah Lord has promised, in the book of Allah, and إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارضى اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابعي تابعين وعلنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم نصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم ما كن لهم نصر ومعين امين وحفيظا اللهم وعليك باعداء الدين فانهم لا يعجزونك اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفه والغنى اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم اهدنا واهدبنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين. وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ عِبَادَ اللَّهِ رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ أَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ